my cats are a pair of bastards, right? Mm, not the. F- are they both a pair of bastards? Aye, aye, they are, but in different for different fucking reasons. The the. So what's been happening recently is, lavender, lavender, who is the 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 female, right? I'm beginning to think there is a lot more at fucking play here than just what more than meets the eye, right? Like, cause. Like I know, I've I've watched enough fucking nature nature documentaries to know that male cats are just lazy bastards. Like they don't fucking do anything. The only reason a male cat exists is to make other fucking cats. That's it. That's the only fucking reason. And Lucifer is a f- he's a fucking idiot. Like he has a he has an absolute fucking goonball. But what's been happening is Lavender has been going out. And uh, during the night, right, we've been sitting watching the TV or whatever, right, and she'll come back in, and then she'll go to she'll she'll go to a ve- she'll come back in through the cat flap, then she'll go to a very specific part of the house, and release a moth. That's what she's been doing. She's been going out and catching moths and bringing them back to fucking play with them. So the the I wouldn't even say the first time was cute. It's not like you're like that. Oh, that's fucking lovely. That's a nice thing that you've done there. But I think there is a bit of the old. I was reading up on it because my wife does that. My good lady wife does that. Like the cat will do something and she'll she'll read up and she goes that. Well, what this means is it means that. For example, apparently when they expose their belly to you. Like, apparently when they lie back and they go look at my belly, that means that they like they they feel they trust you. Like they don't trust just any old prick with their belly. You know what I mean? They only they only trust a very certain amount of people with with their belly, kind of thing. Fuck knows. I think that's kind of how it works. But then there's a bit of me that always goes, "How the fuck do they know? Like, how did what did they do? Did they set a thousand cats down and then take a load of untrustworthy people, bastards? Right? Take a a, a load of untrusty untrustworthy bastards and put them in a room." And they went, well, out of the thousand cats, not a single solitary fucking cat exposed their belly. And then done a background check and other people and brought them in and done it. How the fuck do they know? It's not as if they can ask. It's not as if they ask fucking cats. I used to have a mate that thought he could speak to cats. So he did the, he used to, he is still my friend to be fair. Like, But he, he did, he used to meow at my cat and think that the cat fucking could understand him. And I remember being like, Fuck's sake, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, no, even like registering that this could even be a fucking possibility. Like, you're just fucking making random noises that I can't. Anyway, Lavender's going out and she's grabbing these moths and she's bringing them back. Now, apparently, that's her saying, Listen, if it all goes tits tomorrow, I can still catch moths. Don't you worry, I have the family protected. Kind of thing. Like, I know that this, this price of fucking shopping's going through the roof, but don't worry, I'll get us some moths. But she keeps fucking bringing them back. But sometimes she'll bring them back and then they'll... Because f- they've got fucking wings, that's the thing. Because they can fucking fly, she'll bring them in all softly, softly in her mouth, right? And then she'll let them go and she'll play with them and toy with them till they're dead, kind of thing. Like, she'll love them to death. And then... But sometimes the fuckers fly too high and then she's like, oh, well, that one's fucked. And then she'll go get another one and bring it back. And then there's like two fucking cats... Do you know what I mean? Cats? There's two there is, there's always two fucking cats. Look, I'm sorry, I'm going to need to set my alarm clock here. I I, I mentioned this in another podcast, right? I mentioned the fact that I've got an alarm clock in my room, uh, and then I never ever went back to it. There was a couple of things. I remember talking about a priest as well. Oh, that was it. There was one of the podcasts fucking months ago. I, I mentioned the fact that I uh, 
a priest once had me in stitches, and then I never ever fucking said what the story was, right? There's a few things like that. Right, first, the alarm clock. The alarm clock is here because uh, I, I need to know the time sometimes. Like, for example, there's a wee clock on this camera that tells me how many minutes I've got left, and right now I've got 58. And for some reason, every time I look at it, it keeps jumping down like a couple. So either I'm getting lost in time, right? Which is time traveling, which happens to me, which doesn't only happens when I eat special cakes. <laughs> but I, and I don't eat special cakes because it fucking annoys. It fucking it does weird things to me. But the this um I, and what I do now is when there's something that I really don't fucking like doing, like accounts, for example, I'll set the clock down and I'll go right twenty minutes. And I'll do it for 20 minutes. And as soon as that hits like the 20 minute mark, I'm like, that's me fucking done. And then I go away and I do something else for five minutes and I come back and I do another 20 minutes. That's the only way I can get through it. Right, but this priest, this priest had me in stitches at a fucking, a wedding. So he did, he got, so, I was away at a wedding and people were getting married and that, right? Because that's what happens at weddings. And my mate was the best man. And he spent fucking ages on his speech, like fucking ages on it. And what he done was he got up done his whole speech, and then the priest had something to say after it, right? Uh, and he got up. So he done his speech, and then this priest went like that. He goes, listen, I've been to a lot of weddings, and I've heard a lot of best man speeches, and that's another one. Thank you very much. And sat down, and I was in fucking hysterics. I was like, that's brilliant. He, that priest has made you look like a right prick. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you spent months on that thing. That priest has just came along. With the same pattern he probably uses at every fucking wedding and made you all look like dicks. I thought I thought it was tremendous. Anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? I keep the cat keeps bringing in these moths, right? Sorry if you've had to wait from fucking podcast episode four to figure out what the priest done that made me laugh and why I have an alarm clock. But we're here now. You know what I mean? This will be episode thirty. This will be thirty fucking episodes that I've done of this podcast. That is fucking. That is ludicrous. I I don't think I've ever done anything thirty times. <laughs> Some things I've only done twice. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that in 30, 30 times. Fuck knows, maybe gigs. I don't know. Like, I, I, consistency's never never really been a... I, 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 I get bored too easy. But then I suppose I'm good at talking shit. And I never, I'm not just talking about the same thing. I think that's what's good about it. Because I don't talk about the same thing all the time. Because I fucking throw it about and all that. Anyway, the cat keeps bringing in these bastard fucking moths, right? Sorry, I need Red Bull. Right, so, and they're huge. Like, they're not like wee moths. I don't think she could catch a small moth. I don't think she's got the dexterity to catch a small moth. Uh, which is funny, I'm using the word dexterity because that ties us into another thing that I'll definitely remember to say later and I'll not keep hanging on for 20 episodes. The, the cat... These things are like birds. They're like small birds. They're like robins. Like, like the size of a robin, these fucking things. And then she'll bring them in when we're in their bed and then we don't know and they'll wake up in the morning and there'll be a fucking pterodactyl sitting on the fridge. Like, they're huge, these things. But she keeps fucking doing it, man. <clears throat> and we were out, right, so we had a night in the other night. This is where the dexterity thing comes in, right? But we were a, we had a night in the other day and we invited our, our friends around um, to play Dungeons and Dragons, right? <laughs> <laughs> which was f good, I think. I don't know, right? But the I I done Dungeons right. So for one of the younglings, for for the eldest of the younglings, he wanted a Dungeons and Dragons party one time, right? So we started 
I could not make head nor tails of it. Like there was a when we bought him for his birthday, he got the Stranger Things. To anybody that plays Dungeons and Dragons, it's there's some I probably listen to this going, oh for fuck's sake, you bought the Stranger Things version of Dungeons and Dragons. I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons since. I had a friend like that. I had a friend like that that was like that with bands. Right, I, I remember this. He was a fucking a fucking great guy, right? But he, he was like that with bands. Like, oh, I've been listening to System of Down from before they were cool, kind of thing, right? Um, he was good at stealing stuff as well. He used to steal stuff at my house quite a lot. So he did. He stole an Axel Rose patch off me. I bought a fucking... And I remember patches. Oh, there's another thing. I've been making patches, so I have. Because I think that's a dying... I remember we used to buy, I used to buy patches all the time. Like, no one bought new school bags. What we done is you just got one school bag and you just put new patches on it. I don't remember getting a new... Well, maybe when I was younger, I don't know, but I don't remember getting... When I got to a certain age, trying to get a new school bag all the fucking time. Like, your bag was your bag, and that was it. I had a... I don't even know what I had, but it was covered in patches. But I started making patches, so I have. I've been making these wee tragical horror or tragic throw-up patches, and I was like, these are fucking dynamite. Like, and I've been sticking... If I don't mind saying so myself, and I've stuck one on my, my, my denim cup that I've got, which the only reason I've got that is because of Stranger Things, do you know what I mean? But the that's pish, that's not, the reason I've got one is because of Triple H from the wrestling. But my mate, this guy used to steal shit off me quite a lot. He'd come in my house and he would like fucking, he'd just find a thing to steal and it didn't matter how much I watched him. It doesn't matter how, how much, I, how much attention I paid to whether or not he was trying to steal something from my house. He always managed to get something and he, one time he stole an Axel Rose patch that I hadn't, sewn onto my bag yet and as I was we were leaving the house he swore blind he's like I never fucking stole it I haven't, I haven't got it I'm like you fucking have got it it was there and it was not fucking there and he was like I've not got it I swear to fuck I have not got that thing I swear I can't believe you're doing this to me and then the next day he came in with his sword in his bag <laughs> I was like you're a fucking prick man so we're playing Dungeons and Dragons my youngest Sorry, my eldest youngling wanted a Dungeons and Dragons party for his for his birthday one year, and it, we got him the Stranger Things thing, where it was like Dungeons and Dragons, and I read the book and could not make any fucking sense of it at all. Could not. I don't even know. I I couldn't get understand how the whole fucking thing worked, right? And I was, so I thought the best thing to do is maybe just put Dungeons and, maybe there's a YouTube video about it. I don't do the reading thing particularly well. Like, see, unless it's like, I don't know, like comics and stuff, like that's fine. But they don't, the, the words that they use, I was like, I don't know what any of these fucking things mean. So we put on a YouTube video and it was the, is it IGN? Is that what you call it? I don't know if it's the Internet Gaming Network or whatever it is. I don't know. I get, I get the... I get the words mixed up with everything all the time with stuff like that. Like acronyms, is that what you call them? Like I don't know what things mean. So the we put that on and it was one of the one of the episodes. It was people just playing Dungeons and Dragons. I think it was right in the middle of COVID when people couldn't get out. Uh, and people were just playing Dungeons and Dragons on Zoom, Zoom call, who made a fucking fortune all the way through that. And it was uh, Dustin from Stranger Things, but Jack Black was there. And I put it on and I was like, oh, I, I fucking get this now. You just make shit up. That's all it is. You just make shit up. So then after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to make up my own version of it. Like, I'll just, whatever. I'm not getting into this hit point, mana, magic thing. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to roll the fucking dice. So basically the way, <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting over excited. Did you hear my voice break there? The Basically the way that it works, right, is, 
So, like, listen, see if you're into Dungeons and Dragons and you like up your love this. I'm about to murder the rules, right? I'm about to absolutely fucking murder them. But this is the way I play it. I just make shit up. That's what I do. That's so I'm the dungeon master, right? I am God. That's what I said to my friends when we were when they were around playing Dungeons and Dragons. They didn't know what they were going to get into. No one had done it before, right? So I I basically just switched. I told them all to get the fuck out of the house. So we got our dinner, and I was like, get out. And they all went out and then I set up all these candles in the middle of the, the table. And then when they came back in, I'd set it up and they all had a card. And in the card, they had to write down what their name was and an item they might have and stuff like that. And then basically, all I knew was they were going to just awaken a room. And that was it. And then wherever it went is where it went. I just made it up as I went along. But the the the, the roll of the dice would be if you roll a one, it's a, so so basically what you're doing what what I was doing was like right so you've all awoke in a fucking room <laughs> you're all in a room you can't see for shit there's nothing there what's the first thing you do what do you do so someone says something and then whatever they say I roll the dice and if it's a one it's a critical miss which would mean the it's the worst possible fucking outcome and then if it's a twenty it's a critical hit which would mean it is absolutely perfect it goes exactly the way that they wanted it to go and everything in between is the same. So the dexterity thing, the, you get a character sheet and it's like an A4 sheet of paper. And as soon as I seen an A, A4 sheet of paper, I was like, I'm not fucking filling that in. I don't even fill in films at the dentist. Like, I don't, I don't want to fucking do this. So I just took four of the things, charisma, intelligence, dexterity, and strength. There you go. And I gave them 12 points each. And I was like, just, you fill them in the way you want to fucking fill them in. So basically what would happen is, if you were moving a boulder from point A to point B, it would be a strength roll. So, say you had plus four strength, whatever I roll, say I roll a two, it would be a six. If I roll a 12, it would be a 16. That would be it. Was that right? Did I do that right? Did I do the math right there? That That's how it was. So basically, we just talked shit. The, the, in, when I'd done it for the younglings, it was hilarious because they just screamed at each other, they just started fucking, they were proper going for it, there was a point where, so, and when I gave them their card, I'd wrote, written down uh, random items, for example, like matches, uh, compass, rope, right, and every item that they had, it didn't matter what the situation was, they all just wanted to use their item, so it was stuff like, there was one point where there was a spider on the ceiling and one of the one of the younglings was going, I set fire to the rope. I set fire to the rope and I throw it at the spider. And I was like, no, look, you might need the fucking rope. <laughs> Let's not just be burning shit because we've got it, right? Um, so we played Dungeons and Dragons. That's what we were doing uh, on Saturday, Sunday, Sunday night, was it? Fuck knows, man. Like, But it was a good laugh. Like, I talked utter shit. I, I think I'm... I was I was quite I think it was okay I don't know like I've not got any frame of reference but I just kind of made it up as I went along and dealt with the things as they came along and all that sort of stuff and I, I quite enjoy that but and halfway through the fucking thing in comes lavender with a moth right a and one of my one of our friends doesn't like moths even my good lady wife doesn't like moths which I don't understand. I don't understand it because they don't like it's like a bar like butterflies. How can you not like a butterfly? Who's scared of fucking butterflies? Do you know what I mean? Like and a moth's basically just a butterfly of the night. That's all it is. And the grand because no, like I've heard people say that sharks are just angry dolphins. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Which is like that's complete utter bollocks, but it's funny, right? It's the same as like when bees are just like wasps are just angry bees. Like that's the same. It's just funny, right? But moths are just fucking nighttime butterflies. That is all they are. I can't. They don't do anything fucking different, surely. Like what do they do, moths? Like I don't. I I don't know. What, do they eat other insects? I don't know what a fucking moth does. But I don't understand how you can think butterflies are great and think a moth's a bastard. Like, it's just, the only difference is the fucking number in the clock. That's the only difference between them. As far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned. I'm not a moth expert. Do you know what I mean? But the but the cat brought this fucking thing in. And uh, we had to pause play. So we did to try and get this thing out the fucking house. Because it was causing all sorts of havoc kind of thing. And I don't know why she keeps... It, it started off kind of cute. Like, oh, this is funny. This is nice. This is like, oh, what's she like? Like, a bit of entertainment. Well, she tortures this moth to death, right? Which is fucking horrid when you think about it. But that's what they're like. Cats are fucking mad animals. Whereas, but that, this, is the, this is what I'm trying to say. She she is a huntress, right? She can do all that stuff. He is a fucking idiot. He is a buffoon. And if it wasn't for us feeding him twice a day, he would be fucking dead. Like, that would, that's it. That's it. We were looking out the window, the front window the other day, right? And there was a pigeon just, a pro just across the road. And she, seeing this pigeon, this is the instinctual thing. This is the thing that kind of makes me go, what the fuck? How do you, how do they know this stuff? How do they, like, no, they don't have, like, we got them really young. I think we maybe probably got the cats younger than we were supposed to get them, but what happened was, uh, like, they don't have a mum or a fucking dad that shows them. Their dad couldn't show them shit anyway, because fucking we've already established moths are just nighttime butterflies, and male cats are fucking pointless. The only reason they exist is to make see if female cats could just reproduce by themselves. But there wouldn't be any male cats. That would be it. That's the only fucking reason. Do you know what I mean? And she she seen this pigeon, right? And as soon as she seen this pigeon, she just hit the deck. She went like a pancake, like so flat, hiding behind the curb. And she starts paw after paw after paw, going really slow towards the thing. And then Lucifer fucking jumps out the cat flap and, he, and he's like that. What are, you, what are you doing? What is he doing? And he's up just fucking bounding about her. Like, what, what are you doing? What, is, what, what, what are we playing? Not got a fucking clue. And she's went into, into I'm going to get this pigeon thing. She didn't have a chance. There's no way she should have caught this pigeon. The pigeon was bigger than her. She's tiny. There's a reason she catches moths and she doesn't bring in fucking crows. Know what I mean? Like, she's tiny. Uh, and it was one of those moments where I was like, the cat, male cats are fucking stupid. And then even then last night, she brought a moth in and he was there. And he was just kind of watching her, like not, uh, not having a clue what to do about the whole situation do you know what I mean and then they basically tore this thing's wings off and then just fucking batted it about it's sick they're a pair of sick fucks to be fair cats let me take some more juice so I Dungeons and Dragons and Moss and stuff I don't really know what else to talk about to be fair I've been doing a bit more painting again which is good I did have an experience a couple of weeks ago that I forgot to mention on the podcast, but I thought it was quite funny, and I'm, I'm so I'm going to mention it now, right? Do you remember the? I think I've spoke about the penguins a few times, right? But see the penguins. Remember the penguins I painted out in well, in Irvine. I painted these penguins, right? Totally illegal. Didn't have any permission to paint these penguins. Just painted these fucking penguins. 
And they've sat, these penguins have sat there for about six months and no one has done anything to them. Right? No one's went over them. No one's like, I don't even think anyone's really painted beside them or anything. I said, like, you know what, man? Like, how the fuck? This is the bit that kind of annoys me because the, the, so there's a cycle track right through Ayrshire, right through North Ayrshire. And it goes to all these different bridges and all these bridges would be great spots, would be great places to paint. Do you know what I mean? But, Nothing really happens with them. So when I was painting the penguins, I was like, well, I'll leave the other side blank and then maybe someone else will come and do something. Um, but nobody, nobody's done anything at all. So I was like, I'm going back out, I'm going to paint over those penguins. So what I done was I, I went out the other day with a couple of cans and uh, I painted my name. I painted a tragic throw-up, but what I done was I gave it a pair of legs, a pair of arms and a fishing rod. And there's a big... The, the the fishing line is going right th over the top of the penguins with a fish, and it's like he's fishing for penguins. I thought I'll just fucking do that, and I'll s and just to change it, just so it looks kind of different. So I turned up and I started painting away, and uh, I mean it's just a throw-up, so I was only going to take about ten minutes. Like, do, do you know what I mean? It wasn't like something super high detailed. And when I started painting, two guys walked by me, and they were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like. Ah, so I'm fucking painting. <laughs> I'm like, ah, what are you doing that for? What the fuck are you ruining the penguins for? And I was like, I painted these penguins. And then they were like, oh, really? And I was like, aye. So the whole conversation changed. I went from being a bastard to being a bastard that they might not believe whether or not I painted these penguins. But I was like, I painted these penguins. And I painted these penguins because I thought someone else would come along and do something different. And nobody's done anything. So I've decided I'm going to fucking paint over the top of them. I'm going to paint this. And they were like, all right, cool. And it goes, and then, do you know what? See, next week I'm going to come back and I'm going to turn one of these penguins into an ostrich. I just said that. I haven't done that yet, but I will. Because I started, this is the other thing, right? I'm thinking about, I know, I've not even finished this fucking... I haven't even had one chance during this summer holiday to even look at my book, my practical guide to walrus chase, and I haven't had a fucking second, right? But I've started thinking about how... I've started thinking about an exhibition. So I have, right? But at the same time, I can't be fucked with an exhibition. I don't want to do... I don't want to paint canvases. I can't be fucked with the idea of painting canvases. So I have this idea that I might share. I might share it with you, or I might not. I don't know if I... Um, I won't right now. I won't right now, right? But I've got this idea for an exhibition, which is very minimal work. <laughs> like, I don't need to create pieces. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've already got all the stuff there. Um, it would just be finding the space to do it in, uh, and getting the getting the stuff made, getting it kind of printed out to hang, kind of thing. But what else? I do you know? What? I just need to tell you. I just need to tell you because none of this makes sense. I'm basically trying to explain something that doesn't fucking exist. And and right, basically my idea is this. Let me take a drink. So I've got all these black books. Now, if you don't know what a black book is. A black book is the it's where everyone's designs go. So if you're a, it's a sketchbook. Essentially it's a sketchbook, but the everybody the, the terminology within the world of graffiti would be a black book, right? Now some people have their black books for a whole multitude of reasons. Like some people have black books and they put stickers and they get other people to do tags and do other stuff in them and they collect people's pieces and people's tags and people's sticks, stickers and all that sort of stuff like in Black books, right? I almost it's almost like a graffiti football sticker album. Essentially that's what it is, right? Or 
they use it for putting all their designs in. And then some people do kind of both. They put their stuff in and then they'll, they'll trade black books with people and the other person will do a thing and they'll kind of trade designs and stuff like that. I just draw in mine. Like, I don't really hand my black book out because I, I, I need it for drawing in and I don't like to not know where it is. Like, I know where they are right now. All four of them are in the car in the front seat. And the reason all four of them are in the car is because I painted that thing out at Mortar Projects um, the other day. So I, 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 this is one of the things I've had in my head for ages was I started doing this on A3 sheets of paper, but I was just drawing my name as many different ways as I could and trying to fit them all in to a sheet. Um, basically because if you get one good one, then if you make a mistake in any of the other ones, then then you're gonna ha- you're gonna try. It's gonna look shit. There's like one shit kind of tragic, and then the rest of them look really good. So it's kind of you're kind of putting pressure on yourself to make sure that you're getting every single one right. So I done like three or four of them. Uh, I sold a couple. I put them on my Instagram, and I said that I was just selling them, and I made a couple of quid off the back of it, which is good. It's always good to make money. It's the only reason I do this. It's the only reason I do this is for the fucking money. And um, I I always wanted to try it on a wall. And I've been toying with a couple of ideas about one of the things was an octopus because I'm octopus daft, obviously. I've got a tattoo in that, you know what I mean? But the the octopus kind of spelling my name kind of thing. And I thought, I'll do that there. And then I thought, no, don't save that for another thing, right? Because some of the, the wall, the, basically, I don't know the ins and outs of it. You would need to go onto their Instagram and have a look, right? But the mortar projects thing is like, there's, this bu- there's these buildings that they're going to tear down, but before they get taken down, people are painting the outside of them, so one of the walls in particular had all these windows and stuff on it, and it was quite a strange wall, there was like guttering on it and things, and it was like how you couldn't, it'd be difficult to paint on top of because everything's all kind of weird, so I thought I'll just take this whole space, like a big greedy bastard, and I'll put as many tragics on it as I could, pardon me, but I also thought about the way I would film it, so the way I filmed it was I put two cans down in a car park, which someone nearly ran over, but I put the two cans down so that I knew where I was taking the photo from every time, and every time that I put a tragic up, I'd go back and I'd take four seconds worth of footage, and I repeated the process until the whole wall was done. Now, I don't, mm, I, I don't particularly, it's not that I don't like it, I wouldn't go as far to say that I don't like it, I just knew that it was my first attempt and I've never tried anything like that before, but it's been in my head for ages. So it's like, I'm going to just do this and see how it turns out kind of thing. So I think it's a good concept. I think the concept is good. But I want to try it again on a different wall. I'm saving the octopus thing potentially for a jam in Edinburgh that I'm going to go to. And there was another thing I was thinking about painting, which was my name is Donuts, like kind of like cookies and donuts kind of thing. Um, But I'm going to paint that today, hopefully, at a place where I'm going... Anyway, so I've been out painting more, right? The exhibition, that the fuck was I talking right? So that's where your black book is, right? So that's why I've got all four black books in my car because I basically just turned up at this thing and was just swiping through my black books. I've got more than four, right? I've got more than four, but since I've started taking writing my name seriously and actually like practicing drawing, because for a long time what I was doing was just going on the internet and downloading an image and then putting the image into Procreate and farting about with it. And then... All my drawings were done digitally. And to be honest, I'm fucking so glad that I stopped doing that because I don't know if I've said this in the podcast, but I was out the other day. That wasn't the other day. This was before I started sketching again properly. And I'd done a line on a wall and I double tapped the wall. 
to delete the line. And obviously that's not how real life works. Real life doesn't work like that. And that's when I was like, oh, I need to stop fucking drawing digitally. Because then part of the thing is every time you make a mistake, you can just get rid of it instantly and then you don't see the mistake. And especially when I'm working with young people, because when I painted that thing in Seed Hill, that paint jam, seed, and I'd done a tragic, and like the first letter was like a rat kind of face, and the second letter was a, a, like cheese. When I'd done that, the next day, I was out working in Clyde Bank with a bunch of young people, and I showed them the picture of what I'd done, and then I gave them the black book, and I had to draw that rat, I think I was close to 17 times. I had to draw that rat face 17 times before I got it to the point where I was happy with the way the eyebrows were and the way the pupils sat and the way the nose looked and all that kind of stuff. And then one of my one of the one of the guys you know, one of my mates, Monk, gave me a he gave me a a Simpsons book to have a look at, right? I've got it for him to give it back. I went and bought, bought my own copy, so I did. Oh, and there was another right fucking I'm, I'm off topic. What happened was I um the Simpsons book was like how to draw all the Simpsons characters and how to draw all the stuff and like different poses and sets and all that sort of thing. And then people, the people that Matt Matt Groening, Matt Groening, not Groening, Matt Matt Groening, talking about how everything simplified down and it took years of refinement to simplify things down into shapes so that you can make them more expressive, which has made me look at the way that I draw cartoons and stuff and going, you're trying to make things too complicated, really what you want to do is simplify everything down and that's how it, how it kind of works. So he gave me that book and I was like, I devoured that thing and bought my own copy. And then another guy on um, Instagram had showed me a book that he's been, he, he, a guy called Tom Patterson, I think it's Tom Patterson, who, right, so fuck, I used to read the Beano, I preferred the Beano to the Dandy, right, when I I used to read a lot of Our Willie and the Bruins, but I only got them at Christmas, that was the annuals that I got, The but Tom Patterson, as soon as this guy sent me the the front cover, as soon as he sent me a picture of the front cover, I was like, oh my God, teleporting me back to being seven, right? Now this guy used to draw Calamity James, the numbskulls, uh, I think he'd done some of the Bass Street Kids stuff, but th- there was really, his drawings are fucking unbelievable, like they were just so fucking weird and like, they, they just, they're great, and as soon as I seen them, I was like, that's the name of that guy, like, I I grew up on this guy's drawings and had no idea who he was, so I bought that book and I started looking through all that sort of stuff, which has totally changed what I want to paint again, do you know what I mean, again, which I suppose is the way it's supposed to happen, what the fuck was I thought about, <laughs> what the fuck was I thought about this exhibition, right, I think, right, so, the exhibition, oh, so the four black books that I've got is because that's when I gave up the digital drawing, and now my old sketchbooks are nothing like what I draw now, so I, I only really have the four, and I started drawing in them in November last year, so I don't know, four, what is it, August, I've nearly finished this other one, so four, five, maybe five, I might probably fill five in a year, right? I'm not saying that to show off, right, I'm not saying that like, oh, the amount of drawing I do, the reason I'm saying it is because my idea for the exhibition is this, Get all my black books, right? And scan every single page, front cover, back cover, everything, right? Scan them all in. I own a scanner. And then put them on the wall. That'd be it. Print them all out, A4, and put them all on the wall in order, right? 
And then every single drawing that has made its way out of the black book will end up that I've got a photo of it on a wall will be placed in between all the pages so that you can see where the idea came from, how it started, and then what the finished piece is, and then moving on. And that's what I want my exhibition to be, is that. So it's a, all my black book pages, but with the real life stuff, the stuff that makes it out of the book, strategically placed in between them all, so you can see the how it all kind of pans out. That's my idea. That's what the idea for the exhibition is, which is fairly cheap. And, it's, and the work's done. That was the two criteria that I had. Right, which leads me on to the next bit about this book that I was just talking about. I want to do a book. I've said this for fucking ages. I wanted to call it Micro Rants. That was going to be the name of the exhibition. But things have changed. I've moved on from that. Because I, if I don't, I don't know. I fucking... I feel that sometimes I say that I'm going to do a thing and then I don't do it. And then because I say that I don't, because I haven't done it, then I need to make excuses for the fact that I haven't done it. But it would be... If I, what the fuck is I'm trying to say here? What I'm trying to say is, it's not like I haven't done anything. That's what I'm saying. It's not like I've went, I'm going to have an exhibition and I'm going to call it this and then done fuck all for a year and a half. Like I've done loads of other stuff, right? I think the problem is when you say a thing, then you do nothing. I think it's fine to say a thing and then it not happen <laughs> because you've moved on to something else. I think that's cool. That's a fine way to be. That's, that's, that's sane that's a sane way to be the insane thing would be I'm going to do this thing and then continue to say that you're going to do this thing and never fucking do the thing that's the bit where it's that's ludicrous like you can, I think you should be saying what you want to do and then if it happens great but you need to be doing something know what I mean so I'm going to change it's not going to call micro rants this thing but I want to do an exhibition and a book and in the book will be wee stories of different stuff and just like this kind of thing of what I'm doing, pages at the black boot, things that I've painted, things that I've made in here, wee stories about this, wee stories about that and put it all together. And then the name of the book that I'm, it would be like a picture book and it would go hand in hand with the black book exhibition thing. Do you know what I mean? The the, the name of it I have on my head right now is there's more, that, there's more to life than mentions. There's more to life than mentions, right? Now, the reason I want to call it <laughs> there's more to life than mentions is I was out painting a thing a while ago. I can't tell you where it was and all that kind of stuff, but I was out painting a thing. And uh, an old teacher had approached me, right? Uh, an old teacher who had... He, he never taught me at school, but he was there. He was one of the people that was kind of... I don't know what you'd say, he kind of looked after the year, the year head or some shit like that. And I had, I get detention one time. I get detention more than once, but I get detention this time because I was, fuck knows why I got it. I got, I got it, right? But I, I think I got it because I was, I had this really bad habit of just practising my tag in the back of my book, in my any class, fucking pick a class, and I would be drawn in the back. I think it was chemistry, because I used to draw all the time in chemistry. I used to draw weird things like fucking, I remember sitting next to a, a, a girl who said, how come you never draw girls? How come you always draw guys? And I was like, oh, fuck knows, I don't know why I always draw guys. But then I was looking at the guys I was drawing, and I was drawing guys being crucified wearing slipknot masks. Like, that's what I was drawing. I was, this is the shit I was drawing. And my chemistry teacher basically fucking bumped me, because I'd covered it. it was, we used to get these booklets where it was like, all oh, your chemistry work you're going to need to do, and I'd just seen it as 14 sheets of A4 paper, and I turned it over, and I was just drawing the fucking back. 
And because it was in pencil, you couldn't see through it. Do you know what I mean? So, and this one time he fucking caught me doing this stuff, so he gave me detention. And when I went to detention, and the and the, this particular teacher who I met when I was painting a wall, right, said he said to me that there was more to life than mentions. <laughs> so if you know, I don't fucking know if you know, right, but I don't call it menches. It used to be menches, right, until I get into this Americanized graffiti thing, and now it's tags. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is. But I suppose the Scottish thing is it's menches. But then I've heard older people call them mentions, which is when you write, like, fucking Tam was here or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, all that shite on the wall. But this is what this guy said to me, was there's more to life than mentions. And I was, and then when I met him the other day and we were talking, because he was, he was sound, like, he was an old guy by that point. And he was, but he got me to name all my teachers and they basically went through them all going, he's dead. <laughs> she moved here. He died of this. Like, that was kind of how, how our conversation went. But then it just, it just popped back in my head. I was like, there's more to life than mentions. So that's what, that's what I think I'm going to call it, the now. Right? So while I'm saying this, ah, uh, fuck, I've been, oh, I've had two exhibitions. Two, I've had one full solo show. Fuck it, about six years ago, seven years ago. Seven years ago, eight years ago, it would be eight, eight, it would be because my eight, my youngest youngling is seven, <laughs> so that's how I work it. He, this this youngling wasn't alive; he was still in utero, so he was, which is I think how you pronounce it, and I only know that because of the Nirvana album, like the. So it would have been that long ago, and then before that, it was always piggybacking on the other people's exhibitions. And then I got offered an exhibition a wee while ago, and I said no because I thought another place was going to come up, and then that's not happened. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, God, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I just need a room. I just need a room that I can hand a four sheets of paper on a wall. So that's what I'm going to do. I just just need to find a room to go and do it, and that's what it's going to be called right now until I change my mind again. But I think that's what I want to do because I've been reading loads of fucking. I subscribed to that Vague magazine because someone mentioned it in the co in the comments on this on these videos. Right, there's another thing I need to speak about. I am sorry that I don't answer the comments on these videos. The only, and the reason I don't do it is it's nothing out of badness. It's just um, I get distracted and I move on to something else. Because because when I was doing the the thing where they were like I was spending days and days and days, weeks sometimes, months even making the videos to post on YouTube, when people were posting comments, it was like I was on top of it because I wasn't on to the next thing yet. I was still thinking about the thing that I just put up. Whereas with this, because I put them out all the time, I put one out every week, sometimes, depending what happens. Um, the, I, I struggle. I move, I'm away. I'm fucking on, I'm, I'm editing the next one. <laughs> fucking burping. I saw it. I'm sorry. I apologise profusely. Uh, do you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't answer them, but I should, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and I'll, I'll try to more, but someone had mentioned, and then there's the other thing, like, I don't know people's, I, everyone's got different fucking names, like, I was out the other day, and it was a guy, Boris the Blade, right, who who writes woes, <laughs> and I, I, I'd met him at Mortar, and I was like, how you doing, man, he's like, how you doing, and then he says, I'm Boris the Blade. And I was like, oh, fuck, how you doing, man? Because then I'd reckon that, because you don't know people's faces. You don't know, do you know what I mean? Like, you just hear their handle. And then some people have got different handles on their Instagram than they've got on YouTube. And then you're like, I don't even know if this is the same person. I think it's the same person, but I don't know if it is the same person. So it's hard to tell sometimes, which would be from a marketing standpoint, 
from a marketing standpoint, if you're taking this thing serious, because there's been people messaging me. It was sort of, I got a message the other day for someone asking for advice on how to get their name out there. And I was like, unfortunately, you just need to keep going. You just need to keep fucking going. You just need to keep doing it until people take notice. Like, that's it. That, there's no other, there's no hidden recipe to it. But one of the things you could do, which I don't think I gave them this advice, but if they're listening to the podcast, this is an extra bit of advice, is keep the same name on everything. Do you know what I mean? If you really want to get your name out there, then you need to have the same name everywhere so that you're getting recognised in more than one place. Do you know what I mean? If you do you know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of how it is. So I haven't been responding to the comments and I apologise. But someone had said I do read them. I definitely read them. Uh, someone had said about Vague Skateboard Magazine. So I subscribed to that. So I did. And when that came uh, and I was looking through it, I was like, I could make these, but not about skateboarding. But then one one of the things I've learned in my time on earth is see the more people you get involved in a thing the harder it is to manage and the harder it is to make it happen so I don't want to put them out as like a, a collection of different people coming together to make a thing I just want to put out my own thing but then what I'm more than happy to do is show other people how to make their own thing so that they can put out their own stuff anyway that's that's the plan so that exhibition I've been working on in the background because I'm constantly drawn and then it kind of just makes sense to do it like that. So I'm I'm going to, I, I took the scanner home and I'm going to start scanning in my black books and start printing this stuff out and compiling it together uh, because then I need to go through my old photographs and find photos of the stuff that I've done and put them together. But once I've got that, it would I, I'm just going to draw and pin them onto a wall or blue tack them onto a wall. I couldn't give a fuck about putting things in frames. Like I could not give one solitary fuck about a thing being in a frame or on a canvas, because I want to sell the book. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to sell the artworks. I want to sell copies of the book. Do you know what I mean? That would be the thing you would buy. You wouldn't buy a piece to put in your wall. You'd buy a book to keep, kind of thing. That's my that's my thoughts behind it. So yeah, that's it. Fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. That's us. Episode 30. Uh, I don't know if that's a milestone. I, I don't know if it's a milestone, but uh, 30, it's a fucking, it's, a, it's, a, it's higher than 29. It's not as good as 40, but it's higher than 20. So we'll just leave it there, because I'm talking shite. So thank you very much for your time, because it's the most important thing you've got, and I will catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser. <laughs>